0: The Book
1: of the Dead The Draft in the Bulb From Alex I've been planning to write in for quite a while, and I was listening to episode 44 this morning and heard a story that sounded like something I often experience. That is, my bedside lamp has a touch sensor and you need to touch it for it to turn on. Many's the time I've woken up during the night for no other reason except that my bedside lamp has been switched on. Other things have happened in our house as well, most of which is quite recent. For example, I was in the bathroom and happened to lock the door. The lock is usually a little stiff, but with a little force it's easy enough to open. However, that day I first saw the shower curtain move. Not in a way that could be due to a draft, but as if it had been poked by someone's finger. Then, as I moved to unlock and open the door, I found that I could not move the key more than maybe 180 degrees each way. I had to slide the key under the door and my dad unlocked it from the outside. Needless to say, I'm not locking that door again. Speaking of which, the shower curtain moves rather often when there is absolutely no wind or breeze to make it move. Another thing that spooked me was just before 5.30 a.m. one morning, I have to get up quite early in the morning to get the bus, I heard our hot plate beeping. We have an electric hot plate that makes a regular series of beeps if something is left on the buttons too long. And it wasn't a regular series of beeps, it was irregular, as if someone was standing there and pushing the buttons, and everyone else was asleep. There were three or four beeps, then everything was silent. A few days ago, I was awoken by the sound of what seemed to be my dad calling my name. It was only once and I'm fairly sure I heard the voice say Alex from the hallway. By this point I was fully awake and quite scared actually. I heard out very loud and sudden bang pierce the silence. The only way I could describe it was as a bulb blowing out. But later in the morning I checked the lights and they were all intact. Since we have downstairs neighbors I thought perhaps that these noises could be from their apartment but I swear I heard it coming from the hallway outside my door. Plus, at this point, I was fully awake, so I know for a fact that I heard that noise. Another funny thing was that my dad said he was having trouble sleeping, and about the same time I heard him call me. Runner, from Chris. My parents live in Niagara Falls, Ontario. We moved there from the UK in the 70s, They live close to one of the main thoroughfares, Lundy's Lane. There are, being Niagara Falls, hotels every few feet along the lane. Years ago, construction began on a hotel pretty close to where they live, and I was like, oh, if it's nice, I'll stay there when it opens. Well, it never opened. Issues with finance, who knows. The building just sat there unfinished for years. Niagara Falls is very busy and has lots of investment, so it was strange to see the unfinished building just sitting there. Anyway, fast forward six or seven years, and the hotel's actually finished and opens. And yes, my partner and I stayed there many, many times. It's an okay hotel, which being very close to my parents' house is kind of perfect. Note, it's a Ramada, and we normally book through the Ramada site, so you don't get a lot of pictures of the room you're getting. So one time we splurged and booked a larger suite about a year ago. We were staying in the falls because my dad was in the hospital, so I was dropping off my partner at the hotel after the initial visit so he could work, and then I would go back to the hospital and spend the rest of the day with my dad and mum. The room was really strange. It had a large boardroom table in it with many chairs, but there was only a small table lamp lighting that part of the room. Enjoy your meeting, folks. I hope you don't need to see. I came back one night, had a shower. My partner was still working on his laptop in the living room. The bathroom had two doors, one into the living room part of the suite, and one into the bedroom. I stepped out of the shower and looked into the darkened bedroom, and something ran past the bedroom door. Literally, like arms and legs pumping at a dead run. I could only see the left arm and left leg, like there wasn't any kind of body or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure I could see distinct musculature. It went by so fast it was hard to know what I was seeing. It was white, not flesh-colored and a bit faint. I could see the bedroom clearly, past the limbs. Super creepy. I ran out of the bathroom and said to my partner, oh my god, I just saw some kind of thing running in the bedroom. He responded, oh yeah, I saw something today too. He is an absolute skeptic, so I was floored by him also chiming in. The really weird thing is I told him about what I saw exactly. He was like, wow. And then we just watched Star Trek The Next Generation on a laptop. Considering what happened, I'm surprised by our matter-of-fact reaction. By the way, neither of us were scared. We went to bed and slept great and didn't see anything the rest of our stay. We've stayed at the hotel a few times after, but not as much. And never in that same suite. Never Alone from Caitlin. Content warning. Spousal abuse. When I was fourteen, my best friend at the time decided it would be a cool and awesome idea to play with a Ouija board that she had made. I was trying to fit in with my group of friends at this point, so I was trying to be super goth, which I am clearly not. Anywho, we got into her super creepy basement at like 1 AM and started with this board after I lit some candles that she had set out. Little did I know she had set them in the shape of a fucking pentagram. Well After a while of asking questions, a little cup thingy we were using started to move. I remember something that said its name was Robert, and that he had died in that house. Remember, this was 14, so I don't remember every detail, but what I do remember was I suddenly felt like something was gripping onto my shoulders and breathing down my neck. I felt cold and like I was going to be sick. I heard a whisper in my right ear that said, You're mine. And then I bolted ran up the stairs and straight outside. I refused to go back into that house. I was terrified and shaking and I also peed myself and I will gladly admit that. Fast forward a few years and I was at a hotel with my then boyfriend when around four in the morning we both awoke and saw a dark shadow in the corner of the room. I once again felt cold and sick and heard that same creepy whisper, You're mine. And after what seemed like an eternity it left. My then boyfriend looked at me and said, did you see that? When I told him I did and asked him if he had heard what it said, he said he hadn't. It was dead silent in the room. Fast forward a couple years down the road, and I'm a 21-year-old newlywed, and my marriage was already off to a horrible start. My then husband was already a jerk and threatening me. He would go off to another state to work sometimes, and I was finally relaxed when he did. I would hear footsteps in the hallways, though, and Find my car keys in random places, but I still felt safer alone than I did when my ex husband was around. One weekend, he had come home and he was drunk. He was so drunk. We got into a huge argument because he didn't like me having a cell phone, and he was mad because he'd found out while he was away I'd driven an hour to see my parents. He started yelling at me and punching me. I tried to fight back, but he threw me to the floor and was about to stomp on my head when I felt that cold again, but this time with no sickness to it and I saw him fall backwards into the wall. He looked at me and told me I was lucky he fell, but I could tell by the look on his face that he was startled about what had happened. I was stupid and didn't leave my ex at the time. I was honestly too scared to leave him because he had threatened not only my life, but the lives of my parents and sister as well if I left him. And guys, I I don't usually uh, interject into the Book of the Dead stories, but I just want to say I'm reading this as it was written, but there is nothing stupid about that. If you've ever been in an abusive relationship, you know it's, it's, it's hard to leave. It's hard to leave. It's not about being lazy. It's not about being stupid. It is, it is a cycle and, and there are threats involved. So I just, again, I don't like interrupting the stories, but this is pretty heavy stuff. And I just want it to be clear that, uh, yeah, that is not stupid. That is simply a byproduct of abuse and you shouldn't feel bad about that. The important thing is you get out, however long it takes. You get out, because no one deserves that. Alright, I'll stop now. So I stayed. But he got worse, and the abuse only increased. But stranger things started happening. Our wedding photo got smashed in the middle of the night. It clearly looked like someone had balled up their fist and punched right where my ex-husband's face was. Our marriage certificate fell off the wall and smashed everywhere. He decided that the house was haunted, so he moved us to a tiny run-down trailer in the middle of the woods. The weirdness didn't stop, and neither did the abuse. He started doing some hardcore drugs along with his drinking. I was told to not have a phone and wasn't allowed to contact any friends or family, but I never felt alone. Something or someone was always there watching me. I could feel it. One night my ex-husband was asleep on the couch, and when I say asleep, he was passed out from smoking meth and had stayed up for almost a week and drinking too much beer. I was sound asleep, which I never really got to do because I was normally scared for my life, but something this night put me into a deep sleep. I jolted awake when he came running into the bedroom asking, What kind of black magic have you been doing? I asked him what the hell he was talking about, and he said, You sent the damn devil after me. I was confused, and then I heard a blood-curdling scream from outside. He called me an insane bitch because I was willing to walk outside where this noise was coming from. I figured if I had survived being married to his abusive ass for four years, I feared nothing else. So, I was trying to figure out where that noise came from or what it came from, and I heard that whisper in my ear again. But this time, instead of saying, you're mine, it said, you need to leave. I went inside and told my ex-husband it was probably just a bobcat that wandered off the mountain. Two weeks later, I made my escape after a huge fistfight broke out between him and I. I grabbed what I needed, and my dog. I will say I have never heard the voice again. I went on and met a new man, someone who treats me very well and blessed me with my firstborn daughter. The only weird things that happen now is my daughter as a baby will smile and reach up for something or someone when there is no one near her. She's 19 months old now and she will have her little talks in her toddler voice to someone who I cannot see. My dog will sometimes move his head like someone is walking by him and will wag his butt since he had no tail like someone is petting him and sometimes he will even roll over like he's trying to get someone to rub his belly. I'm not sure if when I played with that Ouija board when I was 14, something attached to me or what, but the first several years I was freaked out by it. Now that I'm 28 years old, I feel like it has become my protector and watches out for me. I never feel alone. the Dead is a Ghost Story Guys production, narrated by Brennan Storr. For access to the entire Book of the Dead archive, ad-free,